hurt, but he had never wanted to hurt the mousy little girl's feelings, and he wasn't about to start now. Deirdre, we haven't seen much of you lately. He gave her a friendly smile because he doubted she received many of those. I hope all is well with your parents. They are fine. Deirdre glanced away as her cheeks turned red. Although her mother was French and her father American, Deirdre had attended schools mostly in England, and because of it, she had acquired an Oxford English accent. I've been spending some time in the States with my grandmother. Andre grinned. I've been spending some time in the States myself. California. I've heard. Florida here. Deirdre's tone remained cheerful, but her face showed her sadness over his reason for the trips to the U.S. Who knows? Maybe you'll find your own reason for visiting Florida. Andre gave her a wink. Other than your grandmother. From the corner of his eye, Andre didn't miss Parker, Pacifique de Lumière's butler, whispering in Papa's ear. Seconds later, both men scrambled out of the parlor. Maurice de Laurent hurried down the hallway and slipped inside his study, closing the door behind him. Traversing the dimly lit room proved no problem for him. His feet knew where every obstacle lay and instinctively avoided them. He settled himself behind his desk and pulled the receiver off the telephone's base, laying it against his ear. Maurice de Laurent? After the simple greeting, he listened intently, showing little emotion. Once the message had been relayed, he said, Thank you for calling, and hung up the phone. It was over. His late wife's uncle, Edouard Renault, had died. Chapter 2 the funeral of Edouard Renault was an unexpected event for André and his siblings, although his death, as it turned out, wasn't that surprising, since the man had surpassed eighty years of age last winter and had been diagnosed with incurable cancer some months back. André knew the man was his mother's uncle, but he had precious few memories of her and even fewer of Renault. After André and Julian's mother, Naoma, died more than twenty years ago, they saw little of her family. André, Julian, and his wife Camille, and Lacy stood together quietly, respectfully, during the graveside service at the private cemetery at Belle Vallée, a chateau outside Avignon, owned by the Renault family. With a bouquet of calla lilies and honeysuckle in hand, Naoma de Laurent's favorite flowers, André waited patiently for the service to conclude and the crowd to disperse. Then, and only then, could he move on to the real reason he'd come here? When the final prayer was said, Papa and a man whose identity was unknown to André approached him and his siblings. All four remained still and silent, waiting for Papa to say something. Harry, these are my children. Papa looked at each of them as he said their names. My eldest son, Julien, and his wife Camille, my youngest son, André, and my daughter, Lacie. His gaze cut back to André rather than Julien, which was where it usually landed since he was older. Monsieur Martel is Edouard's attorney. I'm very pleased to meet each of you. The attorney shook the brother's hands and bowed his head respectfully to Camille and Lacie. My condolences. Likewise. 
Julian said. Pardon me, Camille, the American of the bunch, spoke up. Who is that couple over there? She gave a nonchalant nod toward the other side of the casket. The man keeps staring at us. It was hard to know if the woman was staring, too. She had an old-fashioned black veil hanging from her hat, and it covered her face entirely. Harry glanced over his shoulder and turned back quickly. Uh, distant cousins of Julian and Andres. They are Conrad and Cecily Garceau. He shrugged and shook his head. I'm sure it's just idle curiosity. Long-lost relatives can be intriguing. If you would excuse me. Andre nodded and backed up a step or two. I'd like to visit my mother's grave before we leave. After a brief turn of pleasant goodbyes, Andre looked at his brother. You coming? Uh, we'll catch up in a moment, Julian said.